0: This is the Sports and Entertainment Podcast, your B2B show for the best thought leadership in the industry, bringing you education, information, and inspiration only on market scale. Building your brand is not around your products, so your team and your players, but you build your brand around truly this experience and this community. And we aren't in the baseball business, we are in the entertainment business, the experience business, and most importantly, the people business.
1: The COVID-19 pandemic has kept athletes off the field for quite some time, but cross your fingers, hopefully that's all about to change as sports begin to pick up once again. So how can trainers and coaches help keep their athletes healthy? Well, today I'm chatting with Lauren Rayo in business development with Smart Cells, and she's also an athletic trainer, weightlifting coach, and certified strength and conditioning specialist. Uh, And today we're going to be discussing how to help athletes return to play in the upcoming sports season and post-injury. So Lauren, thank you so much for joining me here on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So Lauren, tell us a little bit about your background as an athletic trainer, as a weightlifting coach, and as a certified strength and conditioning specialist. Uh, Give us a little bit of uh, of history there.
0: Sure. Uh, It's pretty diverse. Um, I have two degrees in athletic training from Albion College and University of Virginia. And I spent most of my athletic training career prior to uh, Smart Cells in Division I athletics. Um, I spent time at Virginia Military Institute, um, Purdue-Fort Wayne, as well as Lawrence Tech, uh, working as an athletic trainer in the most traditional sense with those teams. And then at Lawrence Tech, I was their strength conditioning coach, and uh, from there moved on to uh, Smart Cells. I also spent time as we call it an, adult, an industrial athletic trainer with um, industrial athletes, if you will. I worked with uh, an energy company up here working with their overhead linemen as well.
1: Wow, that's that's phenomenal. That's a, that's a really diverse and uh, an interesting background that you have, just with all the different experience that you have. So, Lauren, tell me from your experience as an athletic trainer, tell me about the importance of injury prevention. Because it seems to me that there are cascading benefits to stopping injuries before they happen, right?
0: Sure, tons. Um, the obvious benefit to the athlete being that they don't get hurt, they continue to play their sport, pain free, and continue to keep the focus on improving performance rather than just hoping to God that their body doesn't break down on them before their season's over or before a competition as they ramp up training, things like that. Because ultimately, we want the body to be healthy and we want to improve performance in such a way that that adds stressors to the body gradually in a way that the body can take it. It's called the Specific Adaptation to Impose Demands Principle or the said principle. You are increasingly adding stressors to the body very slowly in very small increments that the body can take so that it can then adapt to those stressors. When the body can't adapt to those stressors, that's when injuries happen. Uh, So with the obvious benefit being to the athlete, as well as the coach, right? Um, You don't want your star player on the bench for weeks, months with an ACL tear or with a concussion or with some of these other preventable injuries that we can, we have a lot of knowledge in how to prevent. From my perspective as an athletic trainer, just doing injury prevention makes a massive difference in my livelihood when I work as a what I call thoroughbred athletic trainer. Sure. And what I mean by that is when we actively go out of our way to prevent injuries prior to them ever happening, it makes us significantly less busy. (laughs) Um, (laughs) In case anybody doesn't really know what an athletic trainer is, we're the person that runs onto the field when Timmy goes down and sprains his ankle. Um, Any athlete you've ever seen on TV that goes down with an injury an athletic trainer is out there to help them. So we take care of athletic injuries. So what happens is late in the season when everyone and their mother has some kind of ache or pain, you're running around with your head cut off and working 20 hours a day just to make sure that these kids are ready to go for the next day or the next game. So not only is it helping the athletes, the coaches, but it's also helping the support staff. Injury prevention is just a massive time and money saver. It also saves whatever school an athlete is attending money Mm -hmm. because then the school is not paying for an ACL tear or an ACL surgery. They don't have to have all these extra expenditures that maybe weren't expected they might actually save money from preventing injury as well
1: yeah that's uh, that's exactly where I was thinking you know it is just that there are so many benefits for everything from having you know all of your players available to to play in a game which is helpful for a coach to you know saving a school money to you know making your life a lot easier so yeah cascading benefits for sure just uh, in terms of preventing injuries and you know I, I'm I'm far from a, a d1 athlete at, at this point in my life but um, you know I, I do like to get get out and and play sports uh, on a pretty regular basis but you know kind of during the pandemic didn't do anything didn't get out and play with friends and that sort of thing and then first time i went back out and played soccer i tried to run around full speed like a like a big dummy and uh yeah there's there's increased injury risk in that right so can you explain the way that maybe uh the injury risk is heightened when a a player hasn't been able to play or, or get out on the court or on the field for five months or so is that the case is that is it that Um, injuries are more likely to occur when that's the case?
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's definitely a large contributor to injuries. You're basically asking somebody to go run a marathon and they've never trained for a marathon a day in their life. And you're telling them, go do it tomorrow. Not a great idea. So (laughs) going back to um, the said principle again, is we need to gradually increase stressors on the body. It's the same way that when you bring um, football players in for camp at the beginning of the year, they gradually increase how many pads they're wearing. They may start with helmets, then they'll add uppers, then they'll add lowers. They're they're going to do one hour practice in the heat, especially if they're in like 90, 100 degree weather with humidity. The weather plays a factor there. And then on top of that, we throw in things like surfaces. Um, so court sport athletes, particularly like volleyball, basketball, some of these other sports that are on these surfaces track athletes there's a lot of schools in the country that have these god-awful tracks that need resurfacing but the school doesn't have the money for it you're asking these kids to go from zero to 100 percent on these surfaces that they haven't touched for months not Great. Um, Same thing in a lot of underprivileged schools. They work out on concrete floors. Those are awful for you. Anybody that has stood in a warehouse for multiple hours in a row knows that when you are standing on that surface, even just standing, you start getting lower back pain. You start maybe that. Ratchet knee starts acting up. It's not a very comfortable position. So then imagine playing a sport on top of those surfaces, especially like volleyball players when they attend conventions or tournaments. Often they're just putting sport court down on top of concrete. So then you have this very minimal surface that's really not made to do anything for the athlete necessarily except be a more playable surface in terms of like there's already painted lines on it on top of the concrete. And these poor athletes are crying by the end of the day, because their joints hurt. And it's no wonder.
1: No, yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely right. No kidding. So Lauren, with all of these athletes that are returning to to play and returning to their sports, what can they do? And how can smart cells help with that process?
0: Sure. Uh, we have such an amazing lineup of products that can help with everyone from the weekend warrior to the college athlete. And I think it's important because you don't necessarily need to have a massive D1 school budget in order to do that. Uh, Like I was saying, we have smart cells that are just available to go underneath your feet in our zealous insoles that are under 50 bucks a pop. But we also have everything up to the smart cells mats and flooring and even a very small smart cells mat just to even put in front of your counter at home if you're washing dishes or if you need one um, in front of your TRX station in front of of maybe a pull-up bar or, or something to that effect, those are actually relatively cheap as well. And what's gonna happen is if you're using smart cells, it's going to be reducing impact on your body. So in any case, let's say you were doing some jumps, you were doing any kind of jumping, Um, If you are any kind of athlete that uses plyometrics, if you do box jumps, if you do, um, I keep going back to volleyball because we just love volleyball so much, but if you are doing any kind of jump counting in your sport, uh, maybe you are on a rep limitation for some reason, Smart Cells is going to help with that. And what it's going to do is as you land on the smart cells, as you walk on the smart cells, as you run on the smart cells, as you lift on the smart cells, they're actually compressing and responding to your body weight, compressing those cells and immediately responding to return energy back into the user. So that's how we end up reducing up to 70 to 90% of impact forces. And hopefully we're reducing injuries in the process.
1: So tell me a little bit more about smart cells and, and what your role is there now and how you see it maybe applying to the knowledge that you have as an athletic trainer and uh, and how it relates to preventing injuries.
0: Sure. So I got brought on with Smart Cells last year uh, in, in a really funny way. Um, Smart Cells owns a derivative now of our company called Fast Tech that I've been actually been involved with for about 10 years now. I got my first pair of custom orthotics through Fast Tech when I was a collegiate athlete and I have been a returning customer ever since. Um, so when the job opportunity came up to get involved with fast tech and turns out, look at this, they've been bought by another company. It was pretty much a shoe in at that point, no pun intended <laughs> talking about athletics, <laughs> but, um, They brought me on because they wanted somebody with some sports medicine knowledge because we were starting to expand into this realm of athletics and how can we help these athletes. We already knew we had a product that was great for anti-fatigue. We are with customers like Amazon, Boeing, airlines across the country, all of these giant warehouses, a lot of smaller warehouses, pharmacies, all of these areas with standing workers that are now have smart cells underneath their feet. Um, that are using it in an anti-fatigue setting, meaning that these people are standing on smart cells as a way to cushion their body weight and to absorb the impact that their body is pushing down into the floor. Inherently, gravity is a thing. It's pulling all of our body weight down. So what the smart cells are doing are dispersing that force across the flooring to create less impact on your joints. So we knew we had this great solution for anti-fatigue, How can we help in other ways? We know that it decreases up to 70 to 90% of impact forces, depending on what product. So we have smart cells now in our insoles as well, along with Fast Tech Custom Orthotics. So we have these smart cells in a lot of different places now that we already know help standing workers. And now we're trying to bring smart cells to athletes because there's no reason it shouldn't help athletes. It's impact reduction. We know that it's not going to decrease your vertical at all either. There's really no reason not to try this in a athletic setting.
1: That's really incredible. So if I'm an athlete and I'm utilizing smart cells, what kind of difference will I notice just for me when it comes to uh, the different areas that we've talked about so far?
0: Sure. So uh, in theory, from going from smart cells to any other surface, uh, you really shouldn't feel a difference in balance or proprioception. It acts as a very firm, stable surface. So I think the confusion that I get from a lot of people is, well, it's a squishy mat. It's supposed to make my joints feel comfy, but it's not. I think people kind of equate it to like a Dr. Scholl's or a foam gymnastics mat or something like that, because that's what they perceive to be squishy and comfy on the joints, but it's not. It's actually a very firm, stable surface. And the really great thing about smart cells as it pertains to athletics is that we know that smart cells will decrease an athlete's perceived fatigue, but not actually decrease their actual fatigue. And what I mean by their actual fatigue in terms of their cardiovascular output as well as their muscular fatigue will remain the same. And that's a good thing because if you're a coach and you have a team of athletes or if you're a weekend warrior and you're training for something, um, say, I don't know, a mud run or your next weightlifting competition, whatever it may be, if you're doing so on smart cells, you're still getting the same benefit in your joints and muscles as you would on training on a regular surface. So it's not actually decreasing the actual muscular endurance or muscular benefit of training on a different floor. But what it is doing is if you were to rate your fatigue on a scale of one to 10, you might actually rate it a little bit lower and say, I actually feel a little bit better after this workout than I did doing so on a concrete floor or a basketball court or some other kind of surface like that.
1: Would it be fair to say then that um, you're feeling tired because of the output that you've, you've put in, not necessarily because my joints are aching because the, the floor is so hard and and that sort of thing, right? Like that it's, uh, that you, you want people to feel tired because of the work that they put in, not tired because the conditions that they're in are not uh, maybe suitable or something like that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think one of the company's mottos is because life shouldn't hurt. And I think <laughs> that really speaks to um, what we're trying to do here is we're trying to give everybody the best possible conditions to do the things that they want and need to do as possible, whether that be your job at Amazon or your daughter playing volleyball at her high school and not having to worry about if she might fall or if she might be jumping. Does she need to count her jumping reps or something like that? Well, maybe she doesn't need to anymore if she's on top of Smart Cells.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. That, that, that makes a lot of sense. So what are some of the places that you would recommend utilizing Smart Cells solutions um, in, in a facility, be it you know, in a workout facility, um, in an area where athletes are training, things like that? Kind of talk me through some of the, uh, some of the big use cases that you've seen for Smart Cells.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I keep bringing up volleyball because um, we have a lot of, we have a lot in volleyball facilities, whether that be college or high school facilities. Um, And they love us and we love them. (laughs) We (laughs) attend uh, the national championship every year to talk with coaches and bring it to them. And we have a really great relationship with a lot of national caliber coaches who are, we're very fortunate. They promote us a lot and uh, you know, speak very highly of us, and we're very grateful for that. We're also in general fitness facilities and team facilities. We're in the Cleveland Cavaliers facility. We're in a couple other facilities, such as uh, Modus is a physical therapy clinic, but he works with some huge names in sports over there. He uses smart cells. And then we're also under the feet of a lot of people. So like I mentioned before, we have this newer product that actually features smart cells in the custom orthotics and our insoles. So we're actually now the we are the official insole of USA Pickleball.
1: <laughs> All right.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a very unique distinction. I am not ashamed to say it. <laughs> and um, we also have Zealous insoles. That's the. Uh, generic over-the-counter insole. Those are under the feet of a lot of of the top volleyball programs in the country. It's under the feet of a lot of amazing pickleball players, and it's also under the feet of some track and field athletes and um, a few other notable athletes that have worked with us and really enjoy our products as well. Smart cells can be used just about anywhere, though. The only thing I will say is that because it is a, a premium product and a very high level of technology, we want to put it in areas that people are actually going to be on top of. So for example, you don't want to put your treadmill on top of it. It's never going to get the use that it should be or needs to. It's just kind of wasted space of smart cells. You don't want to spend your money on the smart cells in a corner of your home gym or your facility if they're not going to get used. So we have this awesome way to do that where we have mat products as well as flooring products, and we can do anything custom, which is awesome. So if you have some weird shapes of areas or weird configurations of machines or odd placements, we can do virtually anything custom to fit a facility's needs, just depending on what your budget or your needs might look like. Uh, So I think it's important to keep in mind where the smart cells are going to go because you want to utilize them in the most high impact areas.
1: And you could do different colors too, right? So you could, uh, you could actually maybe section out uh, a facility using, you know, different colors, smart cell mats and, and, and flooring and things like that um, to maybe indicate different things like this is an area for this activity, this is an area for this activity, that sort of thing, right? So you have a lot of uh, customizable options, let's say.
0: We do have some options. Uh, we do have a few separate colors. Uh, most commonly we use like gray and black and general flooring colors, but there are a few other color options available as well.
1: And I I appreciate what you said about uh, the fact that a lot of people think of a floor mat as something that's really kind of cushy, but that doesn't really provide the necessary support, right? So, smart cells uses the cylindrical kind of shape that that evenly disperses the force that you put on it, right? Which which provides the necessary support as well as the, the comfort level too, right?
0: Exactly. Um, it's important to distinguish between us and other, quote unquote, anti-fatigue companies because what other anti-fatigue companies are doing isn't really looking at the entire person, in my opinion, because you're almost, um, I'm going to use a a quote that my old boss used to use all the time, you're robbing Peter to pay Paul. So while you uh, (laughs) may be reducing pain temporarily in that person, you're also increasing the need for them to now balance perhaps, especially if it's a much softer surface. So that's going to do a lot of different things on a very minute level in terms of the muscles that you're recruiting and how active you actually need to be to maintain that posture. Whereas you might actually decrease your posture or you might decrease some muscular contractions in other places that might actually be a detriment to you even though you might feel temporarily relieved standing on that soft squishy surface.
1: Exactly, exactly. Well th- that I think provides a great overview of what smart cells is and how they can be beneficial and so Lauren Reyes, thank you so much for joining me today and talking a little bit more about how this works in athletics and some of the, uh, the applications of smart cells.
0: Yeah, no problem. Thank you so much for having me.
1: Absolutely. And everybody, thank you for tuning into this episode of the podcast. We appreciate you joining us today very much. Of course, we'll be back soon with more episodes, but until then, stick around uh, for more episodes. And I've been your host today, Tyler Kern. Thanks for listening.